Microdose Monday. This is your host, Tucker Rosemeyer. I have been sick on and off for the last month. After the last episode, I got sick again, and it was like a walking pneumonia. Honestly, it was worse than COVID. But I'm not here to talk about that today. I just want to say I miss everybody, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Microdose Monday. I am microdosing today. However, it is Friday, October 7th, 2022. And I just wanted to touch base about a few things that are coming up for me that obviously it's the fall in central New York that we are headed into the dark season. Uh, it's kind of a rainy season. The days are getting shorter. We're getting less sunlight cooling down quite a bit and this is a time when for me and I know a lot of people start getting the seasonal blues if that's what you want to call it I know there's a term called seasonal uh, affective disorder or something along those lines where because of the lack of sunlight vitamin D goes down and actually uh, the sun is, is basically you know giving us energy so now we're going without the sun for a length of time and this could be rough. Uh, we lose our tans, we're inside, we're not getting the sunlight, it's not warm, so we're not getting fresh air. And this can really affect people I know it has me. Uh, but at the same time, that we don't have to just sit idle and uh, suffer through it. I know for me, it was five years ago, this week, that I first drank ayahuasca at Rhythmia in Costa Rica. It was a very special week in my life, it actually was a turning point, one of the turning points in my life that actually facilitated many changes for me. I have celebrated October 6th as a day uh, that I changed, that I, I had rough October 6th in the past. So I chose to transmute that day. It just so happened that uh, the Rhythmia retreat was coming upon that day, and I decided to make that happen. Since then, I've always made it a point to travel on October 6th, the week of, to commemorate my, my uh, shift in life, to transmute that day, and to just make it something else other than a bad memory, because uh, I've had a few bad October 6ths in my life. So I wanted to look at this day. Well, I can tell you this, that transmuting the day, it definitely worked, but it doesn't negate those hard times. Uh, and, I, and I value those hard times. I look at, I look at the hard times and I see, uh, you know, that they were for growth, that that was for, the, you know, the flower blooms and the darkness at night. So those were my dark nights of the soul. And honestly, I've had quite a few, even recently, that, you know, it's been this last month, this last lunar cycle or whatever it is, was uh, challenging in many different ways. Uh, one being my, my physical health was suffering. Uh, I was sick and I chose to uh, kind of work through it. I've been working on laying a tile floor and it really, really took a toll on my body. And I continued to work through it. So through nutrition, was big to try and get my body back to being strong 
and I knew I had to work on the body at the same time working on the mind. So using the tool of psilocybin to microdose with, the past three days I really recognized the difference. Um, I saw a study the other day, I think it was from 2021, that was done at Yale with mice, and one macro dose of psilocybin for, for mice increased neuron size by 10%. Well, obviously that's in mice, and it would be considered anecdotal uh, if you compare it with humans, but that is a really good sign. Uh, even even any growth in neurons uh, is something to be said. For me, I'm choosing to microdose. I'm choosing to do these nano doses of psilocybin, 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams, uh, 100 milligrams, which is a tenth of a gram, uh, and I may be even under that. Uh, and I'm noticing noticing the difference in my mood, where I'm more conscious of the elements. Even even if I'm lighting tobacco, I'm conscious of the fire from the lighter, uh, because I have gone. I had strayed a bit from the path of being uh, very conscious of, of the elements when I'm working them with them, whether it's wind, uh, whether whether it's the earth, whether, whether it's fire, water, you know, being conscious that I'm working with these elements, uh, their consciousness, you know, combining with, with my own, and because we are all of these elements put together, so it says a lot, and with with the microdosing, it really helps me to get in touch with those things. When I see flowers, I feel differently towards them. When I, you know, it's like I, I recognize that they're alive. Where, say for instance, you know, during during the, the dark patch, I wasn't I wasn't aware. I had to just basically write it out. And I've had a few people reach out to me recently in need of some spiritual counseling or whatever it is, just to just to have somebody to talk to, to hear them out, to hear what they're going through. And a lot of times that, that's enough. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes we need to step to use a tool uh, like microdosing or sananga or rape or uh, grounding barefoot or taking that second bath, uh, working with water or anything, anything to step out of our, our own thoughts because in the mind where the suffering mainly comes from our thoughts can torture us, they can be repetitive they can be obsessive if we're thinking about the same thing over and over again and there's nothing that we can do about the situation some of the situations that we stress over, that we worry over, really are out of our control, if we're in control if we have anything to do about it then, it, then we can step to it but if we recognize that uh, this is the way it is, and there's and nothing's going to change it today. Then why continue to obsess over these same thoughts? And that's where we really have to step back and observe that we are that we are having these thoughts, that we are not our thoughts, and that they're just thoughts. Uh, but at the same time, thoughts can manifest into many things. It can manifest into physical illness, uh, worrying about things, and such could cause problems. In the body and spiritually, you know, I believe that first and foremost we are spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings having a physical existence, and through the mind and, and, and thoughts, this is where the mental body comes in. So uh, we are at least on the minimum, 
three-part beings. So how do we treat it? You know, so if we're having a physical illness, then obviously we can take a physical medicine. But if that physical illness is being caused by mental, then we have to somehow go to the higher up and maybe deal with the higher self, with the soul, working with things on a soul level or recognizing uh, that this is a mental issue and that we need to step back, observe the thoughts and, and stop believing them. And oftentimes they will subside if they're not fed. Because by going over and over and rethinking and, and then creating new scenarios in the mind, this is where uh, the suffering takes place. At least for me. So, and it was on Facebook today and one memory came up from 10 years ago uh, where I was talking about being bombarded by cosmic radiation, the transmutation of DNA, and uh, you know the shift that we were going through, the equatorial plane and the galaxy, all of these different things that I was speaking of uh, in 2012. Little did I know in a few months that I would be separating from my wife and family and going through one of the hardest periods of my life leading up to ultimately a divorce, a failed business, uh, financial ruin. Uh, I went through all of that in 2012 and 2013 until I finally, uh, in November of, of 2013, on November 11th, 11-11, I opened up a pizzeria which began a new chapter in my life, which brought new hope. Uh, and many new things. So many of these things are cycles that we have to ride through. And we recognize, you know, we, we, we do us well to recognize that uh, where we are, you know, are we in an up, are we in a down, uh, and that these things cycle in life, that nothing, nothing really lasts forever. Nothing, especially on earth. I, with the exception of, of love carrying on, that that can transcend time and space. And I believe it does. I really believe it does. All uh, all of the great spiritual teachers recognize that consciousness carries on and that love is the, the binding fifth element. So today, uh, I just want to send out strength, hope, friendship, loyalty, blessings to anybody that may be going through a dark night of the soul, anybody that may be struggling as the days get shorter, if something's changed in your life, your love life, your career, if someone has passed on to the other side, or you lost someone through uh, an argument or anything like that, to hang in there, to recognize that this too shall pass, not to be cliche, but you know, all of these things shall pass. And if you're doing well, to offer gratitude to whatever's happening in your life, because I believe I use this term often, that gratitude is the great alchemist, that even though you may be going through something hard or whether you're going through something that's really enjoyable, to put gratitude out there and to enhance that feeling, that to just, when you're in gratitude for whatever you're going through, it's really hard to be down on yourself because I believe that these dark times are there to offer us a lesson that they're there to teach us to say if you get pricked by a, a thorn and there's a thorn in your side and you're feeling that pain then you have to pull that thorn from your side so whether that thorn is someone in your life that's not doing doing well for you 
for, whether it's a, an addiction, whether it's a compulsion or an obsession, that it that you can pluck that thorn from your side and, and heal. There may be a scar. We may be left with uh, a void if someone leaves our life, but the universe, this place that we live in, in time and space, does not like voids. So something will come. And I believe that when we remove an addiction, when we remove a, a toxic person or situation from our life, that it must be filled with something else. And it's up to you. You have nobody's going to come and, and save you. It's not going to happen. Uh, saving yourself is the best thing that you can do. That's hard enough. Uh, so if you're wounded, go into the work. Go into the spiritual work. Speak. Speak and pray to your higher power, whatever whatever alliances that you're working in, to call on them, that they're there to help, whether you're working with angel energy, whether you're working with the elements, whether you're working with Christian or Hindu or Buddhism, to call on these alliances uh, that, that, that you believe in, that they're there, that they're there to help, but they will only step in if you ask. This is, uh, you know, this is pretty common that they will that people who are in touch with guides who can communicate with these other beings they will tell you that they will not step in unless they are asked to that we have free will and that it's our own responsibility to uh, do the work and that nobody's going to do the work for us if they did then where would the lesson be and how would we learn that so in this little short podcast I want to put a little bit of sunshine in the darkness to shine a little bit of light into your life to say that you can get through this if you're having a hard time or, or you're feeling something and if things are well then more blessings I hope more blessings come to you and to keep it up chin up and uh, I hope everybody can find a little bit of peace and gratitude in their life and, and make that grow so Sending you all blessings, wishing you my best, as always, until I speak again. Have a good day.